0: Good morning. This is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen DeVincenzi. It's Monday, the 5th of September, 2020. Starting in the Americas, in the United States, doctors said yesterday that President Donald Trump is in a good condition after testing positive for COVID-19 on Friday. Doctors also said that Trump was given dexamethasone, a steroid, on Saturday and may be able to leave hospital today. President Trump released a message on Saturday night saying that he was feeling well. Uh, I came here, wasn't feeling so well, I feel much better now, we're working hard to get me all the way back, I have to be back. Because we still have to make America great again. And I'll be back. I think I'll be back soon. Our First Lady is doing very well, Melania, and uh, we're both doing well. The outbreak of coronavirus in the White House has now infected 16 people, including the President and the First Lady, Melania, three Republican senators, the Governor of New Jersey, Trump's 2020 campaign manager and the chairwoman of the Republican Party. Vice President Mike Pence and Democratic nominee Joe Biden have both tested negative. On Friday, Biden said that he was praying for President Trump's full recovery. Sending my prayers for the health and safety of the First Lady and President of the United States after they tested positive for COVID-19. My wife Jill and I prayed that they'll make a quick and full recovery, This is not a matter of politics. It's a bracing reminder to all of us that we have to take this virus seriously. Guatemala has said that it will try to stop a migrant caravan from passing through Guatemala on the way to the United States. The Guatemalan governments said that over 3,000 Hondurans entered Guatemala illegally last week. Around 2,000 have been sent back so far. Guatemala opened its borders two weeks ago after a six-month closure because of the COVID-19 pandemic. To enter Guatemala now, people must show a negative COVID-19 test result. In Chile, a police officer has been charged with throwing a teenager from a bridge. The boy survived the fall and is in hospital with head trauma and other injuries. Last year, 31 people died during protests in Chile, in which there were many allegations of human rights violations by the police. Asia, fighting between Armenia and Azerbaijan, has continued this weekend, over a week since it started in the Nagorno-Karabakh region. Azerbaijan said that a civilian was killed yesterday in its second-largest city, Ganja. Nagorno-Karabakh, controlled by ethnic Armenians, also said that civilians had been killed by Azerbaijani firing. Kyrgyzstan had a parliamentary election yesterday. Results have not been declared at the time of recording this podcast. However, the SDPK the party of President Surumbey Jembekov, is expected to win the most seats. In Kyrgyzstan, if more people vote for an option called against all than any party, then new elections must be held. In New Caledonia, voters have rejected independence from France, In a referendum yesterday, 53% of voters chose to remain a French overseas territory. Voter turnout was very high, at over 85%. Around 270,000 people live in New Caledonia, which is in the South Pacific, 3,000 kilometres from Australia. Around 40% of New Caledonians are of the native Kanak ethnicity, Kanaks are generally more likely to support independence from France. Africa, Nigeria's police chief, Mohamed Adamu, has banned the anti robbery police unit, SARS, from stopping and searching people. SARS has been accused of harassing people and corruption. Adamu has also said that SARS police officers must now always wear uniform. In Kenya, two people died yesterday in violence between supporters of President Uhuru Kenyatta and supporters of Vice President William Ruto. It is thought that there is tension between Kenyatta and Ruto recently, as Ruto is expected to run for presidency against Kenyatta in 2022. Europe, France recorded almost 17,000 new cases of COVID-19 on Saturday, the highest in a single day so far, and double any day in the first wave of March and April. It is expected that France will introduce new restrictions to slow the spread of the virus. The UK and Spain are also experiencing second waves of the coronavirus, with higher numbers of confirmed infections than in the first wave. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said yesterday that restrictions are likely to continue until Christmas. You know, I've got to tell you, in all candour, it's going to continue to be bumpy through to Christmas. It may even be, may even be bumpy beyond, but this is the only okay. way to do it. In Belarus, protests have continued for an eighth weekend. Tens of thousands of people were on the streets of the capital Minsk yesterday, protesting against the rule of Alexander Lukashenko, often considered Europe's last dictator. Floods in France and Italy have killed at least five people, and many more are missing. The French military has joined local firefighters in the search for missing people. Also in France, the Japanese fashion designer Kenzo Takada has died of COVID-19, aged 81. Takada arrived in Paris in 1965 and started his own fashion brand, Kenzo, that was sold to Louis Vuitton Moe Hennessy in 1993. Takada was most famous for his floral designs. That's your world news in seven minutes. Last week, people listened to Seven in over 70 countries, This week, if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favourite app, we will try to read it at the end of one of the podcasts. Read the transcript of today's episode and find past episodes at send7.org. I'm Stephen DeVincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Namita Raghunath. Have a great day.